that water three. <laughs> Yo. Fab that water three. All right. So good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this and you tune in to the Only Sports Podcast with Brains and Bars, it is another episode of It's a Black and White Thing featuring A1 and A Ward. Uh, I am one half of the dynamic duo. I am A1. You can call me Carlos. You can call me Dan. You can also call me a black man. Um, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice. Um, wherever you find a good podcast, selecting It's a Black and White Thing, checking us out there. We appreciate you guys for doing that. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, you can also check us out here as you can see us live on YouTube if you require a visual component to your podcast. We have that for you as well as we're here. I feel like Tuesday nights are like kind of the nights in which we, we link up and do this. Um, maybe sometimes we move it around as the schedule uh, dictates, but Tuesday nights, somewhere between it's between six and seven, you can catch us live on YouTube. I normally have the podcast up the next morning by nine for you to check out, depending on how the conversation goes. We either jump, I either chop it up, um, give it the, uh, the OG Ron C chop, not slop treatment, where, you know, I split up the episodes into battle rap, sports, other topics, or I drop the whole thing uh, for you to consume in one cut. So, yeah, man, please check us out on YouTube by searching Brains and Bars. Like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell so that when new content comes out, you'll be up on the latest and greatest. Same thing for our social media, uh, social media, IG, Twitter, um, and Instagram, at Brains and Bars. Check us out. I'm always dropping clips from the show having different polls and things that you can vote on. And I, I comment on everything that's going on in the world of sports and sometimes outside of that. So as you can see, I do not do this show by myself. I got the good homie A-Ward in the building with me. What's going on with you, man? Not a whole lot, man. I, I, I think today is the one of the mundayest Tuesdays of all time. <laughs> I just feel like today was just another Monday. Like it just, I, even at work, I just was like, yeah, it's, it's Monday, right? I was like, nah, yesterday was Monday. <laughs> so, no, but I've been good, man. I've been doing well. Um, excited um, for spring weather. It's nice outside, you know? Um, so, yeah, doing well, man. That's what's up. Um, if you are watching or listening to this, let me know if the. Uh... If the connection's good, I know I'm, I'm recording in a different spot tonight, so I'm hoping that the Wi-Fi, even though I have a, it's a smaller home than my old one, I feel like sometimes the coverage is not the greatest. So let me know if every if everything is is good on your on your end. Make sure we're not lagging. I know I posted a clip uh, of me and Reese. Uh, check out episode 89, the thin line between love and hate, and like I'm talking about, I think maybe cheapskates. Mm-hmm. And my connection lags. So, like, I had to put an edit in that said technical difficulties as I, my <laughs> voice froze as nothing was coming. You know, there was no movement. You could only hear the the visual. There was no audio component at that point. Um, so, um, so, yeah, man. So, we got a dope show for you tonight, man. Check us out. Uh, we just talking about, I, I think on here, I just said, we're talking about whatever tonight. Like, we just got to, when we do these shows in the past, I normally would have, like, a whole little diddy of you know here's the lineup here's what we're going through like lately i'm just like yo we pulling up we talking if you like yeah. it you like it you don't come again next week maybe you'll like it better next week <laughs> right. um, but yeah so we got a dope show man so we're gonna start on the battle rap side of things as we normally do um, a couple of things we're gonna start you know 
shout out to Uncle Ra. Shout out to 15 Minutes of Fame. Um, you know, you pulled, you were in New York to have a two-on-two with Saga um, this past weekend, right? This past weekend? Or two weeks Week ago, It's going on two yep. weeks ago. Going on two yep. weeks ago. Um, and so while you were there, you happened to stop by the 15 Minutes of Fame studios. And mm-hmm. um, you had a, a nice little sit down with Uncle Ra, um, discuss a, a few things. Um, it was an interesting back and forth with Easy the Black Captain. Did you even... Did you even get to have an interview yourself with Uncle Ron, or was it just you and Easy going back and forth? Because I remember no, you so, saying you were supposed to. Yeah. So um, after we got done, you know, he was like, man, you guys talked about everything I was going to ask about type stuff or whatever. So we still did a sit down and we did um, um, divide and conquer predictions in a sit down. So that that's the only thing that we did. But I. I I'm not sure if there's there might still be another clip of me and Easy that he's dropping. I, I didn't really watch him. But I don't I don't know if it was just two or if they're if he split them up into three um, or four. But I because I, I feel like we talked for a long time and I think I've only seen he's only dropped two or has it been three? Yeah, two for he sure. Two. It was the first where you're you're asking him. It's kind of like the the back and forth between y'all. And then you have like the conversation about um, the independent route. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, well, yeah, I, I think that there's more. I think that there's more, but I don't know. I don't know what you know what the move is there. But then, and then uh, the predictions is actually me and France. France is not big on being on camera, but he was okay. You know, he was he was willing to jump on camera. Uncle Raw has a way of just making people do things. You know, he's like, no, you're doing it. <laughs> France is like, yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, but shout out to Uncle Raw. But yeah, it was a good time. It was it was um it was uh it was enjoyable. You know, back and forth with Easy was not planned, not scripted, you know, didn't know what we were talking about, didn't know any kind of that kind of stuff. And it came out uh, well, you know, I've read some of the comments of people just saying like, yo, the chemistry, just the back and forth, the respect, yet the competitive nature of both of us showed like, you know, and we didn't, you know, go in there like buddy, buddy, but we didn't like, like, you know, it wasn't, it was, it was fun to watch. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, cool, cool. Sorry, I'm just making sure the quality on your end is is good. I think I might have messed this up. This might be a this might be a podcast only <laughs> recording. We're gonna find out here. Are we not live? Oh, uh, we're live. We're live. Oh, yeah, we're we saying, like, in terms of like the the audio, the video, the visual quality might not be good on my end. So I'm trying. I'm trying to check it out. And, oh, it looks fine to yeah, me. Everything's look fine so far, so far as me. So I I don't see anything. I'll find out. I'll find out when we get there. Mama World, what's going on? Hope you hope you had a great day. Glad hey, to Mama. have you join us again. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. So let let so that led to a series of you know, easy kind of talking to stuff. And then this weekend, I'm not used to easy and and Aver kind of pulling up on weekends. I'm used to this being a, a weekday thing, but this weekend they pull up on the show, three shows up, cap shows up. Polo shows up, and that leads to the back and forth between you and Polo. Yeah. Um, that you know that leads to a verb and easy talking their talk. Verb leaves when he finds out you're pulling up. Um, so I mean, like I, I guess from your perspective, like what from from your perspective, how do you think all of that went, and then the fallout afterwards? Um. I'd say it went well. Um, you know, one thing I don't do is I don't watch any of these these guys' shows, you know. So the only time I ever know if somebody's like is talking negative about me or saying something crazy or whatever is if somebody sends it to me or somebody tweets, you know, like I don't 
I don't go back and like watch the Averb show to see everything he says. I don't go watch the Easy to Block shows. I, I you know, nothing like that. You know, I, I see clips and different things, but it's just not. So um, obviously, you know, Verb and Easy call some, you know, um, show. Was it the? I don't know if it was a. Uh, the uh what they call it, emergency show or something like that i don't know they, they they put together some kind of show and you know someone reached out to me and was like yo they're talking crazy about you you know like like they're talking like crazy crazy and i'm like ah, it's par for the course but i wasn't doing anything at the time so i was like let me just jump in here and see what's up because i was intrigued because angry fan aka caps and three lettermen were in there too so it's like okay there's some people in here that i kind of rock with I'm only in there listening for like three or four minutes. And that's when Polo decides to like tell the story of uh yeah, my mother is definitely one of the ones who who says who sends me stuff. Hey, you know, but um so Polo starts to tell the story about when we were at Cakes, you know. Um, you know, you were there with me as well, you know, me, you, Jay that guy, you know, we went to the after the after party, I guess you call it an after party, whatever it was, um, just a gathering of people, you know. And um so when he starts to tell the story, he's telling it so out of context and, and so 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 exaggerated, and he's telling it as he's kind of making fun of me. You know what I mean? And he decides to say, you know, that I told him, you know, that I needed to, I had to block him to protect my or to, for my mental health, my mental well being, or whatever. And like the minute he drops that, you know, you hear a verb kind of go crazy. You know, like crazy you know he, it's just it's just oh my gosh he's laughing you know i think at one time he calls me you know close your ears i know this family show but he's like what a pussy you know what i mean and he's just he's like your mental health and, he, and everybody's just laughing and when i heard that it just it really irritated me because i didn't it isn't about me it's just like i i don't like anybody you know like if i did say that you know that's not something to laugh about or to say that kind of stuff about, you know, which I didn't say. Right, right. So it really irritated me, you know? And so, uh, you know, easy text me because they're like, let's get a war's version of this story. And so I was like, okay, I'll, normally I would probably just ignore all of the craziness or whatever and just go on. But I'm like, I wouldn't do anything. He texts me. I was like, yeah, I'll pull up. I'll tell you exactly what the story was, you know? And it just irritated me more as I was talking that this guy Polo, was just tr trying to be funny. You know what I mean? He's just trying to be, trying to be funny, trying to create some kind of, you know, angle or some kind of whatever it was, you know what I mean? And, and so, you know, things got to where they got, he kept talking over me. They asked me for my side of stories, interrupting, he's talking, he's doing the most or whatever, you know? And so I just had to tell him like, bro, like, like, shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, like stop being a cornball, you know? And so, um, looking back on it, do I regret that? Absolutely not. You know, like I didn't, I didn't feel like, you know, what I did was like extra malicious or extra like personal or extra, like, you know, like whatever. It was just me in the moment telling him like, bro, shut your ass up, you know, like stop being a cornball. Like just tell the story as it is normal. We're not here to make, make fun of mental health. We're not here to do all of this kind of stuff. You know, like, that's why I'm popped up, you know? So but, you know, it did kind of have a mic drop to it. You know, I, I, I bounced out, you know, if, if we could have cued the Stone Cold Steve Austin music, that would have been dope. And you could have just seen me walk off with like, you know, uh, <laughs> Arnold Palmer. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, and I stand on that. I really stand on that. It's like, yo, like, I, you know, I, I didn't say that to you and I don't agree with anybody popping up. And like, I've gotten so many messages, so many messages from people. 
inboxes from media outlets from people that like yo i wouldn't say this publicly because i'm a part of battle rap and this that and the third and just saying like like thank you thank you for what you did because like that's that's not a joke that's something i struggle with or whatever and then watching my peers watching people that i you know that i watch battle rap to get up there and, and make a big mockery and laughter about a topic such as that you know what i mean um was was hard to watch you know what i mean and and that's just that's just me me saying all right bro y'all taking it too far with this you know what i mean like get get your jokes off do whatever you got to do call me white boy call me nerd call me overrated call me mid call me trash do whatever you got to do that's battle rap i signed up for this or whatever but we're not on that type of time we're not we're not we're not doing this you know and it's not going to be attached to me is letting let somebody make fun of that so so that's kind of in a nutshell you know how it went but yeah no, i don't i don't regret it you know um the reception from it's been great you know like um you know, uh, the comments and different things that people have I've read, different things like that. Like, yo, appreciate you, Ward. You know, thank you. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, man, it's a, you know, I think it was a, I think it was just another, another situation that I was able to go in and kind of be myself, show my true colors and, and people respected it. So. Yeah. So you were right. We did, we pulled up to, um, to Remy Ma's spot cakes um, after the battles that night. Um, and we walked in, I think, you know, me, Jay, that guy, shout out to guy Iller who was with us. Like, we kind of posted up in the front. Black, a uh, black compass, Tony Bro, Cola, Polar down at the, at the kind of a little bit down, right? Kind of the more open space where they filmed. I believe she said she filmed um, the tournament, right? Like, most of the tournament was yeah, filmed. Yeah, the face off. That's where the face offs are filmed, too. Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of sitting on the couches a little bit further down in that open area. We're more kind of like the restaurant side of things. And I saw you walk down there, right? We didn't go there. We, we kind of posted up, whatever. And so I think a couple of days after the fact, I hit you up like, yo, you should unblock them, right? I didn't ask you what your interaction was at first. My first response was like, you should unblock them. And I was like, you should go join the show. And you was like, nah, I don't know about joining the show. But I did unblock them. And then I said, so what happened, right? And so from my recollection, um, what up, Unc? From my recollection, like you, what you said on Saturday was the same thing you told me was like, look, I blocked you, uh, you know, because I, I like to protect my peace. I feel like y'all, you know, got your way to try to make fun of me. You don't really, you know, try to you you seem to only when I when something bad happens, you seem there to to poke fun and kind of press buttons. And I'm not with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, I feel like. You and Polo's relationship, I feel like from Polo's perspective, if, if I can speak for him for just a second, I feel like it's almost uh, like I'm going to go wrestling. Like, I feel like his his persona as it relates to you, not necessarily with anyone else, is like to be the manager, like the manager heel. Right. You're the face. He's the manager heel. And so he's there to press and poke buttons. Now, he might say something completely different. I don't know. But I feel like, you know, in certain regards, not having, you know, calling you overrated, um, you know, not having, you know, you and Rum as a top 10 ballot of the year. Like, you, if you don't feel it's battle of the year, I think that's fine. But not having as a top 10 ballot of the year, I feel like it's, it's meant to press a button and to get a reaction, right? I don't know yeah. if that was what he was going for with it this weekend, but I feel like that is his relationship to you from my perspective. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's what I said is like, you know, I don't have any kind of personal beef with anybody in battle rap. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't walk around thinking like, oh, this is this is deeper than battle rap or whatever. Or we're going to like fight or we're going to have a big, you know, blowout or nothing like that. 
And so when I had yeah. told him, I was like, I kept, I, I kept saying, I said, I kept the same energy. And I didn't, I didn't want that to be communicated as if like I was on that type of time, like it's on site energy. No, the energy was this. I saw you at the face offs and I didn't say a word to you, you know, because I got you blocked at the face offs, right? I'm not, I'm not having communication with you, you know? I'm cool. I talked to Tony bro. That's it because I respect Tony Bo as an analyst. And I think Tony bro looks at things unbiasedly and subjective. And he's, you know, he's a, he's good at what he does, you know, but the other two guys, like they're not, they're not like that, you know? So I, I was like, yo, I kept the same energy. I didn't speak to you. You know, when we go to cakes, you know, it's so funny. It's like, we had a section, bro, we're in cakes. Like, this is not, this is not one Oak in Vegas. <laughs> like what are you, like, you have a section like there's literally three couches. One of them is Papoose and the, the other one is where you guys are sitting. There's 18 people in here. You know what I mean? Like we had a section, like he's just trying to make everything bigger than what it was. When we walk in, the first thing you do when you walk in is you go greet the person that invited you, you know? So I walk to the back where Remy Ma is to give her a hug, tell her thank you and everything, you know, didn't say a word to them because I'm on the same type of time. I don't need to talk to you. I got you blocked, you know? And so they turn their back because I didn't sit in their section. They turn their back. And I'm pretty sure it was Polo. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive it was Polo. You know, Polo said, yo, Ward, man, why you got us blocked? You know, <laughs> whatever. I gave him the response I gave him, you know. It's like, bro, I think you've been intentional about dissing me. You know what I mean? Like, and like when it comes to me on Twitter, like to, to protect my peace and to, and to protect me from just getting in this rabbit trail of responses and back and forth or whatever. Like if I feel like somebody is not beneficial, you know, if what I'm reading is always attacking me or dissing me or being negative, I'm going to block you, you know, like that's, it is what it is. You know, we had like a, a genuine conversation there, you know, he's like, come on, war, we got a rivalry, this, that, the third, you know, I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, I got you. I'll unblock you. You know, we have a conversation. It's a genuine conversation. Then you take the genuine conversation and go try to make it like, like I was being soft or I, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what just kind of irritated me. You know, it's just like, but I guess that's a part of the rivalry. That's a part of the, you know, that's a part of the, you know, something private to somebody who's your quote unquote rival is going to take it public and be like, you know, it's just lame to me. That's why I chose the word cornball. I mean, it's battle rap. I mean, it, there, there are no such things as secrets in battle rap. <laughs> I'll be just yeah. we have it. We have, so uh, so let let's take a quick spin on this. I do want to talk about mental health as it relates within the culture of battle rap because I do think you've seen people. I think I've seen Jada Nightwing talk about his mind space and headset headspace as it relates to battle rap, and he had a really um, I think poignant like thread that he posted. I think it might have been sometime last year. Yeah, in the last yeah, it was, year. It, was, it, was, it was like maybe a few months ago. I think Mike P's been open about some things. I think I haven't seen the blog, but I know Jim's had a blog where, I mean, he made a whole branding around protecting your peace. Even shout out to Big K. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we make fun of Big K because of his block list. But, I mean, Big K is kind of on some, I'm not trying to have any negativity towards yeah. me in that space. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I guess what I'm trying to, I guess, ask in a roundabout way is what do you do outside of simply just blocking people to keep that negativity? Because to be honest, like battle rap at its core is toxic, right? The whole purpose of battle rap is to get with an opponent and basically, uh, to quote easy, assassinate character, right? Or to style on or to prove that I am verbally, I'm better than you, right? Like that's the whole point. And at least from my perspective. 
And so how do you navigate those waters as a, as a believer um, to try to protect your peace and walk that fine line? Because you have to be disrespectful, right? Like in that, that back and forth with easy, like you mean you, you go from complimenting him in one minute and the next second you are, yeah, but I, I'm, I, I, you're my son, right? Like you go from respecting his, his path to yeah. kind of styling on him, if you will. So how do you navigate and walk that fine line between those two worlds? I don't know. Let me know when you find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, nah, it's tough, man. It's tough, bro. It is. Um, you know, battle rap's definitely not for the faint of heart. You know, um, every every time you go anywhere, you're always, you know, trying to be mindful of like people trying to set you up to embarrass you. And it's and it's it's like when you start battle rap, you think to yourself, like in the battle, what are they gonna say? And now it's so far beyond the battle. Like it's every, it's every tweet, it's every interview, it's every uh, picture that you post or something like that. It's your family members. It's it's all of that. None of that stuff is off limits. And we're in this promo era where it's like, oh, if I could find a way to like, like make you look, you know, soft or weak in this like gladiator type environment, like I'm going to find it, you know? And so uh, it, it's very, very difficult. And then, you know, just, take battle rap away like just the social media age you know of just people who can just hide behind keyboards and literally just type whatever they want about you you know and um and then you have guys who like you know maybe like a loaded lux or like a murder mook or somebody who they don't have to be on social media they just kind of chill back and they're the legends you know like they're the goats they get booked they get talked about whatever you know um but guys that are like in in this era of battle rap, like you're expected to promote, you're expected to build storylines, you're expected to do all of that kind of stuff. And that's why, like, that's why too, like the bag bags go up, you know, because like I'm spending a lot of time outside of writing, you know, trying to trying to create, you know, and trying to be um something that somebody, you know, um wants to research or watch an interview or do this or do that, you know. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough, you know, but like, like you said, as a believer, you know, prayerfully, you know, I know there's been plenty of times you and I've had conversations or, or I've said, Hey, should I send this tweet, you know, or, you know, Hey, like, you know, because like, you know, sometimes it's just kind of like you, you want to get into that, you know, um, that, uh, that maybe back and forth storyline cracking jokes, just that a third, but you just, you, you don't know, never know what comes with it, you know? And so, yeah, that's why I like everybody that everybody that battles that spends hours and is working on their brand and working on their, you know, all that kind of stuff. The good thing about the good thing about um, <laughs> wrestling is that for the most part, most people know wrestling is fake. Right. Like, I mean, it's 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 it's, right. it's an entertainment type of industry. And people do know that in like in the battle world, you know, um, like, you know, they're not gonna really kill me or nothing like that but people don't really know people like people don't know like if people are really like rock with each other in battle rap you know like there's a lot of like yo like is this is this for the battle or is this like actually some real stuff and even battlers won't know that you know like i might be i might just think like oh we're promoing this and then next thing you know i'm checking the temperature like oh you feel like a real certain way you know what i mean and it's tough to kind of like walk through that line too so um man (laughs) I never thought like eight years ago when I started battling that like, you know, it would be it would be like this much, you know, work to like stay uh, a high caliber respected battle rapper. But I mean, I mean, it does. It does take that. You shout out to the homie Dre in the building. Uh, we're going to get to these Lakers here in just a second. We're going to we're going to we got a couple more things we're going to talk about in this battle rap space. Um, 
Yeah, man. Like, like I said, like I, so I'll say this as someone who has been able to tag along on these, on these events. Um, I still have not been to a King of the Dot event. So uh, organic, you know, if you want to pull us something together, put, put your guy on the car, you know, I'll be, I'll be happy to come out. Um, but yeah, we just talked to offered me a, a three battle, a three battle contract. So King of the Dot just called and offered a three battle contract. So that's really dope. Something I'm very, um, very, uh, I shouldn't say very something that's promising that I would, you know, I would sign too. So like, you know, hopefully that means the King of the Dots about to start putting, you know, uh, putting together more events and, you know, we can definitely get back out to Toronto. So. <laughs> ah, Dre. I think, actually, I think they're live right now. So, you know, I, you won't be able to catch them tonight, but um, the shout out to the homie Dre. He said he's going to get Paulo to pull up to the show. I mean, this is a this is a partnership, so we gotta have we have to have a unanimous vote. So it would be up to the other half to be willing to have Polo on the show. Also, I saw somebody uh, jump on the line. We're gonna get to you. Just be patient with this. If you click the link to join us, we are having a little bit of a call-in show. If you wanna call in, talk about battle rap and sports, we can do so. Uh, we look had this quick little dialogue about mental health within the culture, and I do think like. At some point, we might have to do a show with some other battle rappers around the aspect of mental health, just because you guys, like, I'll say this about Verb, right? One of the things that I thought Verb said that to me was spot on is that in some instances, right, I guess it depends on the person. In some instances, you guys have to go to a place to be able to get this material out of you. Now, Verb talked about it in like kind of a, I'm going to exaggerate his point, like a Dungeons and Dragons type of way, but he's talking about we're going to some deep, dark places to be able to get this material. And depending on what your what the substance of your material is, you might have to literally go to those types of dark places. But there is a lot of time. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of separation, isolation, right? There's family time you can't have with your wife or with friends because you have to take time to write this material, right? I might hit you up and say, yo, let's do a show. And you're like, yo, I maybe got 30 minutes because I got it as soon as I'm done. I got to get back to writing or it's three in the morning. Yo, I just had this crazy creative streak and now I've been up. The sun is up and I've been writing yeah. for the last and, and rehearsing for three hours. So I do think at some point we will need to, have, we do need to have a show centered around mental health and the battle rap space, because I do think it's a discussion that is not touched upon lightly. I get it. Everything is a, like you live long enough to become a battle bar. right? So there's nothing that is off limits. As it relates to battle rap, we, I mean, we've heard Mike P's suicide attempt bars. Uh, we've heard about depression. People have come at Bill Collector. He's talked about depression within his own life. People have, that's been used against him in battles, right? So nothing is off limits, but I do think it is a deeper discussion that at some point needs to be had within the culture because it is a real thing. And while people might not maybe think of it as mental health, a lot of fans as well as battlers and heck, even league owners, right? It may go through some deep anxieties. Maybe it's not full-blown depression, right? But anxieties, pressures, uh, lapses where you're just kind of walking, you're just kind of walking through a fog because of what's going on in your life and you're not really tapped in with your people. And so, you know, you see what I don't want to see is, you know, shout out to Chilla Jones. He had, um, I feel like the new thing on caffeine is guys get on like run YouTube battles on caffeine. So like you never see their faces, 
They literally cut on the cut on their feed, put on the YouTube. They gotta get them hours for the comments. <laughs> but he had um, I don't know what battle he was running this morning, but they had like this long tribute to Pat Stay, um, that I had not watched. I had not seen it because I didn't get a chance to watch it live. Um, but like you know, it's kind of like going through Pat's life and it's talking about him and his son, and it's just like. We, we've made the wrestling analogy, but and sometimes we treat you guys, both media, league owners, and battlers, almost like avatars, not like real people, right? That yeah, don't yeah. have feelings, that don't get upset. And so, like I said, man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how we can do that, you know, we, that we can try to make that happen to have some battlers on and you guys can just have this discussion around mental health. And like I said, like how you guys cope with, you just got third, like the whole world, you know, you know, shout out to you. I'll let you tell the story. You can tell the story of the interaction you had yesterday at Soul Sessions, right? But like somebody coming up to you like, yo, big fan, yo, you got third. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, yo, yeah. so big fan. And the second thing you say to me is, yo, you got body. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I do think that'd be a dope show to have at some point. So I'll see, if, you know, if you, between the two of us, if you want to reach out to some of your associates who can come on, who got an hour to burn who can sit around and kind of have that discussion. Because I do think it's a it's a dope discussion and it's a needed one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that's one of the things I like is, like, if I have supporters that I know that are consistent with me or whatever, and, like, I'm battling an, an opponent or there's a storyline behind it, and they go in and they start tweeting things that, like, are, to me, like, out of, out of line, you know? Like, I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, bro, like, like, I don't want you like I, I don't care if you think I'm going to win. I don't care if you're an A-word fan and you're automatically a not this person fan. Like, don't talk out of pocket like that to them. Like, they're humans. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like that stuff. You know what I mean? Because all of these people are my peers. And I don't like I don't I don't like getting on and reading, you know, like insults and just crazy stuff about me, my life, my family, the way I look, you know, different things like that. It's not it's not fun to read. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if it was all just you're going to get smoked or whatever, that's one thing. You know, so like I'm always like an advocate, like to where if I see anybody that I know like rocks with me and they seem to be like speaking to my opponent, like in a in a very like malicious way. But it seems like it's on my behalf because they rock with me. Like I check them because it's just, you know, it's, it's not it's, it's not that's not what we're here for. You know, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, man, y'all let us know what y'all think about that. Like I said, we're going to try to get to make that happen. Um, let's let's jump into a couple other things battle rap related. Um, so RBE and the time that we were, since the last time you were on, RBE has dropped their full card for Divide and Conquer 2. URL, I think, is done dropping <laughs> announcements uh, for Outside 2. Uh, I just yeah. want to say before we kind of, I have one question related around each of those cards. And it's, it's, the question is, uh, which, two ba which battle from each card, you can only pick one, that you're most interested in watching. But before we do that, I do want to shout out both leagues, RBE and UR. I think you guys have intriguing cards that you put together. I'm definitely interested in seeing that. I will say this, UR, I believe RBE is going to have a pay-per-view, so you have VOD. I know you guys are working on updating things with the app. Um, and shout out to y'all for revamping the app. Um, the new update is nice. I really like the new mm -hmm. interface and things you guys got going. I will say this. If you guys want to somehow – you know, have like a, hey, if you wanted these battles a little earlier than everybody else, for an extra 5 to $10 a month, I will be, you know, an App Gang Plus or an App Gang Reloaded. I know y'all like to use that term. 
I'll be an App Gang Reloaded member to get that card because there's a lot of battles on there that I want, that I'm interested in seeing, that I want to see. So we're going to start here. We're going to start with whichever one I click on first. All right, so we're going to start with, with URL first because that's the first tab I clicked on. So I want to share my screen so you can see the battles. Um, I only get to pick so you one tell, of these 13 battles. You only, I think it's 14. You only get one. You know what? I'll give you two. I'll give you two. You too. All right, so I'm going to share the screen. Let me know if you can see that. It's kind of it's kind of small. My apologies. Okay, make it larger. You're good. Yeah, you're good. I got my two. I think. Let's see. Yeah, I got my I got my two. All right, my two right. are, um, Bill Collector and Sheet Happens, and Ace Amin and Arsenal. Mm, okay. Okay. So why those two? Uh, the Bill Collector and Sheet Happens. I think it's actually like a. I think that's a main stage battle to me. Like that's like that could have been on a big card, you know. I think that's probably to me. I mean, I know there's some big names on this card, but as far as just like you know the, the structure of the battles, to me, like that's the main event of this card, and uh, I'm excited to kind of see stylistically how they match up. You know, they both have a way of being humorous. They both rap different. They both chain punch. They got you know these these different styles and stuff, and so like I'm really really excited to see that. Okay. All right. All right. And so, Ace Amin and Arsenal, I think it's just going to be a high display of rapping. And a lot of times, like, I mean, I feel like I've heard of so many punchline schemes and so many angles on all kinds of name flips and stuff. Like, usually when I watch battles, I kind of know what to expect. Like, I, I do like watching a battle and, 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 like, just enjoying the rapping aspect of it, you know, like, it, beyond the material. And I think Arsenal and Ace Amin are two of the best rappers in battle rap. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, all right. So I think for myself, um, I'm going to go, speaking of rappers and some of the best at rapping, I'm going to go Mike P and Kid Chaos. That would have been my third. Um, you know, you know, I'm excited for that matchup for most of the reasons that you listed, right? These guys, high quality rappers, um, Chaos with his ability to I feel like chaos sometimes can paint pictures. I think he has a poet's background. I think sometimes mm -hmm. that someone who came from poetry to rapping, like I can identify with his style. Um, I rock with his style. And I think Mike P, you know, Mike P is a really good rapper. And depending on the, the venue setting, right? Or if we're talking big stage, we're talking maybe more a smaller room, maybe 100, 200 people. I think Mike P can be very effective with that size of crowd. I'd say he can't be effective with a, with a large crowd, but I think with the way he raps, the way he puts material together, it's easy. It becomes more digestible the less people that there are because you can pay attention to what he's actually saying. And the, yeah, yeah. you know, you have patterns that rhyme. I have patterns that's mine, right? Like that. Yeah. That's one of the, one of my favorite bars. I think that's 2021. One of my amazing. favorite bars from that year. From and I don't year. normally like grammatically um, incorrect bars, but they, they definitely, it was definitely amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one more because I'm gonna I'm gonna go one more. Um, I'm gonna go twerk versus Trez, man. Um, you know, I think this is the year that twerk makes his top five Cody run. Mm -hmm. Um, he seems to be locked in. He seems to have a renewed focus. 
Um, and so, you know, I've long since called him the Michael Vick of battle rap because I thought, at least to that point in his career, I thought he amazing highlights, trailblazer. But at that point, we were talking about what could have been, not what, sh- what was with him, right? With all the kind yeah. of things that would surround him outside of battle rap and within battles. And so I think he is finally going to realize the potential that people have for him. And Chef Trez is one of the most consistent guys around. Um, so I, you get one more from this from this group. Well, you just did two. I did two. I got. I picked the third one. I did uh, Twerk Trez, P Chaos, and uh, who was my third one? No, you just did those two. Three. No. Dang. Oh, O Red and Fonz. I'm sorry, O Red and Fonz. I'm interested to see that. That was going to be my. That's the one that didn't make the cut. So I won't, I won't oh, okay. elaborate, but that's kind of the third one that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you know, my third was going to be Kick Cast. It might be anyway. The only other thing I'll say is that one thing I'm very, very excited to, to, is, is to hear Rum Nitty's Soul to Flare, uh, some Flare Soul flips. Like, I, I, I just can't wait to – I can't wait to go watch his three rounds. So, Man, it's going to be dope. All right, cool. So I'm going to stop sharing the screen for just a second, get back to this, and then I'm going to jump into RBE's Divide and Conquer – Got to make sure I hit the right one, though. Uh, present. Fire. Got it. All right. Let me uh, get back to this cinematic view. I'm going to see what this one looks like. Nope. Not what I want. <laughs> All right. This one is even harder to see. I'm going to figure out this screen, <laughs> this uh, StreamYard thing at some point in my life. All right, so we got seven battles here, so we're only going to stick to two because we don't have as many to choose from. So the two that you're looking forward to from uh, this card? Uh, Mook, Big K, obviously. Um, I think that's that's pretty self-explanatory. Big K had an incredible performance in his last battle. Mook is murder Mook. You don't get to see him too often. Like, I'm going to be glued to the face-off. I'm going to watch it. You know, I'm going to, you know... Watch the battle as well live. I'm be you know excited as I watch it. And I don't watch battles too much, you know, but I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna be excited watching that one. And then um, <clears throat> I'm going Rosenberg Rob Charlie Clips. Um, I'm excited to see what Charlie Clips does after his jazz performance. I think that for the first time you've seen Charlie Clips, maybe his feelings a little bit hurt in how like everybody was treating him and stuff. Like you know, normally he's able to kind of laugh things off and, and get through it, but I think like after his jazz performance, like people were very critical of him and I think he took it to heart. And yeah. so um, Rosenberg raw always shows up consistently and he's got a point to prove. And I think both of them are going to be like rapping with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. So that's the two I'm taking. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Payne and coach Corleone as my first one. Um, these are two bricks. Um, they got a face-off, I believe, with that just dropped. If it wasn't with it, wasn't today. It was in the last couple of days. That got spicy with ARP, um, or at least I saw a clip of it somewhere. You know, you see a lot of stuff. So, um, I'm these are two guys who are looking to make, solidify themselves within the brand and put themselves in position to maybe get at. You know, um, I know he battled bad news, and I know Corleone had B Magic his last one, but like maybe looking at some of the more established guys from that first tier that show off the, maybe someone like yourself. I don't know if they can get on red or red might be under contract. Maybe an ill will battle, right? 
a Rosenberg look. So these are guys who are trying to get to that next level. And so I think that's going to be one that I'm going to be interested to watch to see who comes out as a consensus winner and where they go from there. Um, and so I'm going to – I don't want to pick one. I'm going to go QB versus uh, Robin Rhymes. Um, You know, QB and um, Caution was a – I thought was a good battle, right? That was that was from the um, Divide and Conquer card, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not tripping. I thought that was a good battle. Um, and so, you know, I think I QB wants some respect well. on her name. It's been a minute since we've seen Robin. I can't remember the last time we saw Robin. I want to say versus Bonnie. I'm guessing. So I'm guessing. So yeah. forgive me. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably. But, you know, straight to it. One. Or straight to it. Two. Yeah. One of so, you know, I want to see. I want to see what the outcome of that match is. So those are two that I'm interested in. So, you know, for RBE, man, if you haven't gotten your pay-per-view, go get your pay-per-view. Um, and go check that out. And uh, for URL, you have to, if you want to see those battles, you have to get the app. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you get the app um, if you want to if you want to uh, see those battles. So that's uh, our battle rap talk, man. We went you in 40 minutes. I did not expect to talk about battle rap for that long, but here we are. So let's go ahead and get into some sports now. So um, I, you know, there's a, a a back we used to do what I learned, you know, on the show is kind of an intro segment to the show. We moved away from that segment, but there's a lot of little things that happened um, that I'm interested in. And one of those things being YouTube purchased the rights to have NFL Sunday ticket after like 20 plus years with DirecTV, they moved on to Sunday ticket and they just released the pricing for uh, their their new subscription service. They don't yet have um, the ability to be able to purchase just a single team. But let me get these pricing details real quick. If you are a YouTube TV subscriber like myself, um, you can get, if you purchase before June 26th, I believe you can get 280, $249 gets you the Sunday ticket Package two eighty nine extra forty dollars gets you the bundle with Red Zone. Um, if you are not a subscriber before June six, if you um, it's three eighty nine. If you bundle Red Zone before, oh no no no, actually I got that wrong. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. It's like four hundred dollars. Forgive me. If you are not a YouTube TV subscriber, it's three forty nine before June six. Three eighty nine with the Red Zone. Um, after that. It is four forty nine and then four eighty nine, so almost five hundred smackaroos. <laughs> if you don't have a YouTube TV subscription, I think the the goal is is that they're trying to get you, I guess, entice you to join YouTube TV, um, so that you can get that lower cost. You know, they they saw what Remy Ma did and said, "Yo, you know, what I'm saying, if you want to get it, here's the price before you wait too late." The, the price yesterday's price would not be today's price so i mean as yourself like does that youtube tv having could having sunday ticket does that entice you at all does that move you at all to want to get that package and watch all the games on sunday regardless of, of market see you're the you're like the sunday ticket league pass guy like you know i got a jailbroken fire stick i just watch it all anyway so it's like <laughs> I think the question with me is just like that. I mean, this another way, another bill, another streaming, you know, company oh. that has the leverage to drag you up. You know what I mean? Like, 
and I think it's 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 just it's weird, you know. Everybody hated cable and wanted to be able to go pick their shows and do this, that, and the third. And now everybody's got sixteen different streaming devices that add up to two hundred dollars a month. You know, it's like uh, we've been hoodwinked, hoodwinked, bamboozled. Hoodwinked. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on like man, like how do we get here? Like we, like you said, we cut the cord, and now we paying for. It. Either some streaming, main streaming site, Hulu, HBO, Netflix, God knows what else. You Peacock, might Disney Plus, uh, you know. Peacock. Like, and I'm pretty, like, my wife, the part of the reason we left DirecTV, because my wife was like, we pay entirely too much for cable when we have all these other places in which we are watching content. And so we got rid of cable, went to YouTube TV, which started us out at like $55 a month. I think they're now at $75 a month. Like we are, it is like we basically just swapped out one problem for a new problem. And it's so crazy. Like thank God for like Apple TV has like, as you gather all these infinity stones of, of subscription services, Apple TV through their TV app, like if I'm trying to find a movie, or sports, uh, a game I'm trying to watch, like I can punch that in and it'll show me, oh, this is on Hulu. Oh, it's on ESPN. Oh, it's on. Oh, that's dope. Right? And I can go through the app to do that. And then it'll, I'll click on it and it'll take me to that site. But it's like, fam, like it becomes really tough to try to find out unless you know, like if you have like the legacy, right? So like Monday Night Football's ESPN thing. TNT has Tuesday night, Thursday night. ESPN has basketball Wednesday, Friday, right? Unless you know where these 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 things have been in place for years, right? Like you know where to go, but now all of a sudden the SEC's moving to CBS, Big Ten's moving to NBC and Fox, right? So like now, like trying to find all this stuff, and it's gotten to the point to where ESPN has they kind of put out as a trial balloon that they want it to be the hub for all sports, period, right? So the way this would work is that they would get a so they would have like if there was a game on CBS. You could go to the ESPN app and it would take you kind of like my Apple TV does, right? Through the ESPN app, it'll redirect you to CBS to be able to watch the game. And the only thing they ask is that, hey, we just want a little cut of what of, of being able to be like this all-inclusive hub. But we're getting to that space where we're going to need something like that. Because to be able to watch everything, yeah. you're having to jump one to stop, stop, two yeah. or three different hoops. Yeah, so I mean, like you know, I I will I will say I hope that they bring back the college plan because the last couple of years they had like for one twenty you could watch <clears throat> excuse me you would watch Sunday Ticket if you were a college student you just had to sign up with your college email they would verify oh, yeah. you were an active student and for one twenty I had the streaming so I do hope they bring that back while I'm still in school for a little bit a little bit longer so I can yeah. get that little bit of a discount but two eighty nine to me is not bad. 289 is not bad to me. Um, so I, I will be utilizing that and grabbing, grabbing that start. You know, like, I just think, you know, me, like, I'm an extrovert. So, like, I, when I watch games, I usually watch them out, you know? And so, yeah, I probably mm. do spend more money just watching a game on a Wednesday night or whatever. Like, when I get off here, I'm probably going to go find somewhere to watch the Lakers game or whatever. But it's like, I don't spend a lot of time watching games at home, you know? And so, like, really the benefit for me is being able to, like, if I'm on the road, out of town on the weekend, being able to pull it up on my phone, you know, and watch it on whatever, you know, app or whatever that, I, that I've had to sign up for or something like that. But when I'm at home, bro, 
It's HGTV. It's the Game Show Network. Like, it, it's, that, that's all it is. That's literally all it is. And then it's like, let's watch a movie. Search for 15 minutes through Prime Video, Netflix, and everything, and decide that we don't want to watch none of that and go right back to Family Feud. Like, <laughs> that, that is the story of, of, of the life. Man, I mean, yeah, y'all let us know what y'all think. Are y'all paying the five to get the YouTube subscription? Are you paying the five for the for the for the Sunday ticket? Also, let me say this too, man. Like he's not he has not passed, but I just want to say, I, there's no other way to say it. But R.I.P. Andrew Siciliano. He was the host of the Directv Red Zone. I, there's the handsome guy. I don't even know Buddy's name. He runs like the NFL Red Zone. Apparently, Siciliano's out of here. Hanson is gonna be the only guy picking around. So. I'm gonna miss my guy Andrew. I, I rock with him. So we'll I'll be tuning in to whoever this handsome guy is. You better be as good as Andrew. I'm gonna tweet you. I'm gonna let you know you trash. All right. <laughs> uh, look at me embracing my inner my inner battle rap fan. All right. Yeah, so yeah. Um, y'all let us know what y'all think about that. So let's jump into the NBA, man. You got we got playing games tonight. We got Lakers versus Timberwolves, Timberwolves. And we got Heat versus Hawks. I think the Heat Hawks game might actually be on right now as we speak. Yeah, yep, yep. um, it's starting so, at six thirty. You know, shout out to uh, <laughs> my uncle. He said my leg is going to be a problem. We'll see. I'll say that. Like the the Timberwolves got all kind of turmoil going on. You know, speaking of like mental health and all this stuff, man. Like people been going back and forth and arguing this, that, and the third. Um, and so you know, like. We'll see what's gonna happen. Hold on, before we go, before we continue, we got somebody who wants to jump on. Let me, let me, uh, let me highlight this person. Is his signing name? I'm assuming is him. Is him hungry? So him hungry. You on live with a one and a ward man. What what you wanna what you wanna talk about? Nas, wanna give you your props, a ward. My guy, man. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen me before on maybe on on uh, Twitter. Him hungry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Big fan, bro. Thank you, man. I definitely appreciate you pulling up, man, for real. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I back you up. I came across you watching other people's battles. Ilmac, Sharon, no. you know, and I was like, who the hell is this guy? And he was like, you know, and. That's dope, man. Where are you from? What's that? Where are you from? Uh, right now, uh, Visalia, California. Okay, no, 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 that's what's up, man. Nah, yeah, right when you popped up, I was like, I know that face. I've seen him before. I don't know if it's Twitter or Instagram or something like that. I was like, yeah, I've seen him definitely, man. I appreciate your support. Heavy, man. Oh, yeah, man. Just just wanted to give you, you know, show you your respect and everything, bro. I'm currently at work right now, so. All good, man. All good, man. Yeah, but. I'm in my basement right now. Yeah, there you go. I mean. Are you, a, are you a Packers fan? Is that what that is? A Packers fan? Sir. Oh man, you, you think your quarterback's gonna be gone or is what or what? He's, he's out. He's out already. Yeah. 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 You know, we've we've been blessed to have what thirty something years of two great two, quarterbacks. Uh, great quarterbacks, you know. So no complaints here, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for jumping on for real, man, and then definitely One tap thing. in with me. Yeah, please do. One more thing, bro. Uh, this whole thing with Verb, man. Ah, just he used to give you your props, you know. Yeah. And I like how nobody's bringing it up. Nobody. Yeah. That you posted that. No one's retweeted it. Nothing. No. You don't know? fit their agenda. Something else that 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 tries to knock you down. Everybody posts it, throws it up. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right there. Nothing. Silence. Crazy. Yep. It's crazy, bro. But yep, yep, man. Hours, I'm like I said, I'm I'm pushing for you and Thesaurus. Uh I'm, I'm trying to get definitely want to lock that in. I'm gonna keep bothering you guys for that one, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Definitely want to lock that in. I told King of the Dot that I was ready. So, you know, if they got anything going on, I'd love to take the source out there. Nothing but success for you. That's all I hope for, bro. Like, appreciate you, man. Definitely. All right. So, thank you, man. Have a good rest of your shift, man. Good, man. Thank you. <laughs> you already know, man. Take right. care. Take it easy, bro. I appreciate appreciate him. Oh, my God. All right. So, who you got tonight? You got Lakers or Timberwolves? Lakers are like an eight and a half point favorite. Um, I, I got the Lakers. I mean, but I mean, I Rudy, Rudy Gobert suspended for the game. I think I don't know if you said that. You know, but Rudy Gobert yep, yep, threw the Kyle Anderson. Game. He's suspended for the game. Um, it's so funny when you look back at four first round picks: Walker Kessler, Vanderbilt, and all that they gave for Rudy Gobert. Like it's wild. It might be one of the worst trades of all time. Um, but uh, yeah, the Lakers. I mean. They they should, you know. I mean, the Lakers going late though. Like they, they might they might go in there and like they really might. Listen, <laughs> I could definitely see at the end of the night if Kevin Harlan is the one on the call. Kevin Harlan's like, after all the turmoil that went on this past weekend with the Timberwolves, they come into LA and shock the Lakers, winning one hundred five, one hundred three, mm-hmm. and will be the seventh seed. And you know, like. I could definitely see something like that happening. The Lakers should win the game. They are, I, I guess this, I'm on healthy. Let me, they're yeah. healthy right now. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see if that health will can, can continue. They should win the game. They've been one of the best defensive teams in the league since they made all those trades, um, getting D'Angelo Russell, getting Vanderbilt, getting uh, Rui Hachimura. Um, there's one other guy. I'm forgetting in that I believe that they got Jerry Be- uh, Beasley, Malik Beasley. They got Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. Yep, they've been one yep. of the best defensive teams in the league. Had I think one, maybe the third or fourth best record in the league since the trade deadline or since the Austin yep. break. One of those two. So I do expect them to make some to win this game and to go on the face of Memphis Grizzlies in the next round. That's going to be a fun, fun series. So. I got them in the second game. I hope man, we get Lakers, Grizzly, and I hope we get Kings, Warriors. Well, we already got Kings, Warriors, right? So we yeah, we got, got Kings, Warriors. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be two fun ones. That's going to be two fun ones. In the other matchup, I got the Hawks. Man. I'm at the Heat. I'm sorry. I misspoke. I got the Heat. Yeah. The Heat's this season has been disappointing, um, you know, but, I mean, there's been – I just saw a report from Shams today talking about the Hawks, who to me have also, since they made their run to the, was the Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago, they Eastern. too have been a very disappointing team. Eastern, Eastern, thank you, thank you. To the Eastern Conference Finals. So, and there was a report from Shams talking about potentially looking at options on what to do with Trey Young after the season, over whether or not they would keep wow. him or or look to trade him. And you know, I feel like you look at him and Luca, right? They were essentially traded for each other. The Hawks and the and the uh, Mavericks swap picks. That pick for the Mavericks ended up becoming Luca. The pick for the the Hawks ended up being Trey. And I feel like as for the the great starts that they've had to their careers, we're kind of reaching this point now where we gotta be like, yo, what's up? Like, when are you guys gonna take the next step? You know, yeah. especially the the especially Luca. 
right? Like Luca, I feel like has gotten away. I should say gotten away, but he's escaped largely criticism for his performance and not being able to take the temp the Timberwolves take the Mavericks further. Obviously, they shocked the, the Suns last year to go to the Western Conference Finals, but I think. We talk about Josh Allen in the NFL and how people love to want to try to anoint him as a future MVP. I feel like the last two years we've tried to do that with Luca, and it yeah. just it has fallen flat in each of those years. So, um, but I, yeah, I got the I got the Heat. Who you got? Yeah, I got the Heat as well. They're a five point favorite. They're at home. Lakers are at home. Um, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler. Like I mean, that's just a better three in my opinion than Dewante Murray. You know, um, and uh, who do they got? Capella. Um, I got you know Capella, Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Um, dang, I almost went hero again. Kevin Hurd is in Sacramento now. Yeah. He's not even there. John not Collins even. is kind of falling off the face of the earth. Like he is not getting a lot of run these days. Um, so I have to. I haven't yeah. mentally. I've not watched a lot of Atlanta. Hawks he got three guys that all average over twenty a game. They got they got three guys that all average over twenty a game. So you know, hero. Bam or Ben Butler can give you 25 any night, you know, so you're having to guard all three of them, you know, and then, I mean, they have literally the X factor coming off the bench. Udonis Haslam, who just dropped 24 <laughs> points. <in it. laughs> shout out to Udonis hey, Haslam. Shout out to the OG, man. Yeah, man, man, hit his eighth Absolutely. career three-pointer. And I saw a tweet that said he had more points in his final game than Ben Simmons had with the Nets. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to Udonis, man. Man, talk about mental health. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. I don't. I don't want. We'll talk about Ben Simmons another day because I I can I can talk about Ben for at least a good 10, 15 minutes. All right. So let's let's talk real quick about um, that hawk. Not hawks. I'm sorry. I got hawks on the brain. Let's talk real quick about that Kings and uh, Golden State Golden series. State series. Who you got in that series? I got Golden State, but I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised at all if they got bounced in the first round. I do think Golden State dropping that 160 point, you know, 55 points in the first quarter. Like, hey, all right, it's time for us to do what we do best in the postseason. You know, didn't we, did we not see that they were a part of like the last nine, you know, um, NBA Finals or something to that so, extent? So. The last, the last, so not twenty, not, not twenty and twenty one. They dealt with yeah. injuries, but I think I gave this when we were oh. with our guy Danny Thompson. If they make the playoffs, they have not been eliminated by a Western Conference team since twenty fourteen, right? So seven years they make the playoffs and they make the finals and win it or lose it. So I do think, I mean, their road record is a, tr it's one of the worst of all. Time. If they were to win, it would be the worst road record of all time to win a championship. But I think that it is a little bit overblown. One thing, people, you got to remember, regular season results do not are not a predictor of postseason success. At all. So, so you know, I think that the Warriors' attitude is we just got to steal one. If we can steal one game on the road, right, we got three at home. They're a stellar team at home. The, I think the Warriors are going to win the six. I think I, uh, the Kings there to me. I don't know if you saw that the Warriors, uh, so the Kings are like a plus plus three hundred as a three seed. So <laughs> it's like the highest the highest odds 
for like a three seed, like as an underdog, like I think maybe, you know, in the history of, you know, betting on in the playoffs or whatever is like, how are they? It might be like plus 235 or something like that. But it's just it's just I mean, they're they're looked at as the complete underdog, you know, but they're also playing with house money. They're the kings, you know, like they weren't supposed to win the division. They weren't supposed to be the, be here. You know, like they're going to go out there and play free. It's just that a lot of these playoff games really come down to that last four minutes or the third quarter. You know, when you're up by 10 at halftime and then all of a sudden the Golden State Warriors in that third quarter drop <laughs> a 45 ball on you and you're down 15 going into the fourth. Like that's that stuff that you ain't never experienced before. And I and and I do think there is something to that experience. Right. So, again, obviously, all of those seven years, the roster looks completely different from year to year, especially if you talk about 2014 versus even last year. But at the same time, the core of that group, Clay, uh, Draymond, and Steph are still there. Those still, and those are still your most important pieces. And so they've reached kind of that Spurs stage where it's like they're the old guys at the YMCA who's still going down there. You're just like, yo, how are these old men able yeah. to get these buckets? If only these old men could shoot from like 35 feet away <laughs> and play excellent defense. Um, so, but I will, but for the Kings, right? The plus side for the Kings, one, they're going to have the reigning coach of the year. And he's going, I mean, Mike, Mike Brown is going to be the coach of the year, hands down. It's the most efficient offense in NBA history. Wow. And, fun to um, watch. De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox is going, so they created this award, like the Clutch Player of the Year Award. De'Aaron Fox is going to win that award. He is first in just about every clutch time metric, right? So five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I think the score has to be like within five or something like that. Five minutes left, five-point lead either direction. He is going to he is going to be – shout out to, to Joshua, man, to Josh. Like, Fox is a problem. Can get to he, – he loves that mid-range. He can get to that mid-range almost any time he wants. He can get to the basket. You got Sabonis. You got a bunch of different shooters, a nice bench. This is that's a series I want to watch, right? Like that's the one I want to check out. Um, I'm trying to think: Are there any more interesting series that I want to check that I, that I'm going to be on my radar? Like I feel like Kings Warriors is the one for me. Yeah. Like, is there any other ones that that for you you're like, yo, I gotta. Watch Just, I mean, like, like if the Lakers Grizzlies end up being that that matchup, then I'll, I'll definitely be locked into that. You know, the Lakers Grizzlies. Unfortunately, Stephen Adams is out for the rest of the year, so I think that the Lakers could very much pose a Man. big issue to the Grizzlies. You know, in that if if they're able to get you know that 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 seed. Um, on the other side, I'm not even sure I know um, what the matchups are on the Eastern Conference side, and that's just kind of how like. You know, that's just kind of how it's been on the Eastern Conference side. It's like <laughs> I've enjoyed watching the Celtics, but the one the one great thing about the playoffs is you're about to start seeing everybody find out who the Kings are. Like people starting to realize, like who is this guy? Who is this Sabonis guy? You know what I mean? Like you're going to start seeing people tweeting because now they're national television every night. You know, and they're going to be fun to watch, and you're going to find a lot of new Kings fans next year. Hey, I, I'm I'm gonna tell you. I hope that the that the OKC Thunder are able to win back to back games and get that eight seed because that is a squad. Like if if it wasn't for Mike Brown, Mark Dagnall would be the coach of the year because of the job they've done. Jalen Williams, not the center, but the the guard forward is going to be second for rookie of the year behind Paolo Bencaro. 
Um, SGA, you want to talk about can get to his spot? SGA can get to that that mid-range jumper, and it is money. Shout out to Isaiah Joe, sharpshooter, right? They have the other Jalen Williams, big man who loves to take charges, which I'm not in love with. I'm, I'm not a not a charge Josh guy. Giddy. But <laughs> Josh Giddy's crafty and, and, and being able to run the show, like, that is a fun team. And when they get Chet Holmgren back next year, that's going to be a team that could make that leap from being maybe – a top 10 to maybe a, a fourth or fifth seed. Let me ask you this about, about Denver. Um, and that's what, that's what I'm saying, Josh. Like if they had, if they had Chet, they might've been, I don't think they would have made it to a top four, but I think they would have been a top five or six right on that line between five and seven. Um, and I think that's their ceiling for next year. So, so let me ask you this about Denver. Are you, is Denver, just another reincarnation of was it the 2018 Jazz, which is then the 2016 Hawks, where it's just like, granted, they have a two-time MVP, one of the things that those other teams didn't have, right? Two-time MVP, really good supporting pieces, but are we really are we really buying into the Nuggets? Are we and are we and nobody's scared of Denver? Like they're not. I mean, like that nobody's scared of Denver. And that's just the thing. It's just like whether it just be physicality, whether it just be you are the Nuggets, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is. But to me, it's like, who was it? Um, I, it was a sportscaster in one of the, the games during March Madness. And, or maybe it was even a coach. You know, they did an interview, and they like, when you come out, like, you're either the hammer or the nail. You know what I mean? And, like, I just feel like the teams, when they, like, like they walk up on Denver, like, expecting them to be the nail. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, they're just, they seem inferior. The, mind you, their record doesn't show that. You know, they're obviously a high seed for a reason, but I, I just don't feel like they have that, you know, that demeanor or that, you know, just the, the, the team. I don't know the, the team that it takes to just run the run the gauntlet in, in the West. Yeah, yeah. Agree. 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 Appreciate the love. Uh, Sydney Bishop says nice jersey, sir. I got my Trey Lance jersey on. Um, but yeah, but I I. I I feel the same way. To me, the, the Denver Nuggets have to prove it to me. They have to prove that they can be that team. I don't think Jokic is going to be MVP. So let, let me quick segue, before, and I'll get back to Denver. Who do you, When we had Danny Thompson on, you had Joel Embiid as your MVP. Has that changed? Or is it still Embiid? I think it has. I think it has. I think I got Giannis as my MVP now. Like, I, the, what Giannis is doing is just nothing short of incredible. They have the best record of the best team. He's the best player. You know, I, I, what was crazy is I heard some people saying like uh, the Sixers without Embiid. I'm like the Sixers without Embiid got James Harden, got Tyrese Maxey, got, you know, like they got some good players. Like James Harden just won the assist title. You know, like he's like one of the only players ever to have three scoring titles and two assist titles, you know, like the, the Bucks without Giannis and like Middleton's been hurt most of the year. You know, they got, you know, Holiday. They got some core guys, but come on now. Like, to me, like, the most valuable to their team, and, and he's put up what, what? What's never been done before. Will Chamberlain's the only one ever to do, what, 30, 10, and 5 or something like that? Like, uh, it's just wild to me. Like, I think I got – I think the more that I've researched it and watched it, I got Giannis as my MVP now. I'm going to tell you, man, like, I wish there was a way to um... – to almost champion of the year this and go <laughs> round of the year, yeah, <laughs> game of the year, 
quarter of the year because I want them all to win it because Iller asked the question to me on Twitter today and I and I literally like I was working so I didn't answer right away but as I was working uh as I was working like I could not choose because all three have a compelling case right and B to me he had that run where they won like eight of ten and then he has the game was I think it was last week drops a 50 nugget yeah, yeah. 50 piece on 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 the Celtics in overtime, right? But then you have Giannis and they have that 15 game run where they overtake the Celtics to get the one seed. Jokic has the one seed in the West. He still has I think uh win shares. He's I think he's like 3 years in a row leading the league in win shares. So like I they all like can we just have a three-way tie? Can they just all Yeah. Share? Can we just can we just give it to like can like can today can the trophy stay with Jokic and then tomorrow he hands it off to Embiid and then the next day they get like because they all deserve it, bro. Like I I don't know how you're going to pick who wins this, let alone who gets first. I just team hate the NBA. fact that people like I do think Embiid does deserves it, but I think there's like this narrative that's just like when you look back and you see the last five years, like you want to acknowledge all three of them and the other two have already won one. So we're going to go ahead and give it to Embiid so that like the history of looking back, it says these three guys were so dominant, you know, during this era or whatever, you know. And so I don't know if I agree with that, but I I, I get it, you know, because if you look back and it's like three Giannis and three Jokic or, you know, how whatever it is, like Embiid is kind of forgotten, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but you know what, though? I went back and looked. Like, Embiid, to me, probably should have got it the year they got the number one overall seed. Yeah. They were the number one seed in the East. To me, like, I feel like when you have those kind of seasons, that normally gets you the MVP when you have, again, the MVP is a narrative award. Like, I hate to say it, but it is. It's a narrative award. And so I I don't know, bro. Like, I don't want um, – I want Embiid to win the chip but I just – I mean, not win the chip, but to get the award. But I just got a hard time giving it to Giannis, bro. I got a hard time yeah. giving it to Giannis. You have uh, a hard time Josh, giving it Josh to Giannis? Jay- I'm sorry, giving it to, to MB. Sorry, giving the award to MB. Oh, okay. Um, I just think Giannis right. has got to get the award. So Joshua says, is Jay Kidd and, and Grant Hill the last time we had a co-award? They did – yes, they did share the rookie of the year um, in their rookie seasons. They did split that award. I mean, I just – Somebody, I'm telling you, man, like somebody's going to be extremely hot. They're going to play. They're going to play the role like everything's cool, but they're going to be extremely hot that they lost that award. And so I, I don't know. I don't know who gets it. But to kind of wrap the loop on that, man, Denver, Denver's just got to show us, man. Like you're the number one seed now. I mean, you have a really good team. Um, shout out to Christian Braun. You got Jamal Murray. I know Michael Porter Jr. has been in and out the lineup but you have a guy who could potentially be a three-time MVP and it's time to show and prove. You got to make a Western – well, they made a Western Conference Finals in the bubble, but now you got to take that next step and actually get to the finals. I think on the Eastern Conference side, to me, the Eastern Conference is so top-heavy. I think Knicks and Cavs is the series that I'm going to be looking most, most looking forward to. But to I'm me, it's the second round. It's the second round. If we can get – Bucks versus either Knicks or Cavs. And then if you can give me um, Celtics and, and Sixers, I'm fine. I love it. I'm, I'm in a great place. But nice, nice. I don't know, man. Like, you, any final thoughts, man? Because we're going to go ahead and call it. Night. We didn't get a chance to talk about Odell and 
and Lamar. But I think we're gonna call it a night. We've been we've been going for about a minute, an hour ten. So any final thoughts on the NBA before we uh we we jump off here to watch these games? No, but I'm excited. I love NBA playoff time. I love NBA playoff time. The game every night, you know, it's all, it's, uh, it's the all stars, the superstars, it's the good teams. You know what I mean? It's it's it, you know, and it's guys. They turn it up, man. These players turn it up when it comes to the playoffs. You know, like they start playing like it's like March Madness. Like every possession counts. You know, like they start. You know, it's it's not any. It's no days off. It's no sitting starters. It's no none of that kind of stuff. And so this is a this is a very very fun time of the year. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Last thing, last thing. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me go check this out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, I need to verify something before we get off of here. Oh, wow. Uh, Miami's down by 20. Oh, gosh. I had to verify. I had to verify. My aunt just posted that in the comments. That's why I was like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. wait. It's 57-38 right now. Woo! At home. So, Second yeah. hands. At home. So last last thing, I want to jump back to Rudy Gobert and uh, Slow Mo because I can't think of his actual name right now. Kyle Anderson. If your teammate calls you a female dog, y'all got to fight, right? At that point in time, got, no. Got but in the locker room, in the locker room, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We got, we got to square yeah. up. We got, you got to see. We square up, yeah. We and okay. Who you got in that, Kyle Anderson or, or, or Rudy, if they square up? Go Bear. Yeah. I don't think – I don't know. Kyle but Anderson don't necessarily look like he got that dog in him either. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm going with the reach and the, the size <laughs> advantage. Like, Kyle Anderson is not – you know, it's not Zach Randolph and Rudy Gobert. <laughs> like, Zach Randolph will fold that man up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I might go Kyle. Kyle from New York. Kyle from New York. You know, I don't, I don't know his how he grew up or nothing like that, but I think the hostility in his voice makes me lends, lends me to believe that he was tired of putting up with Rudy stuff. Like he he was yeah. sick and tired of them. He was like y'all y'all babying him. You know what I'm saying? Y'all babying him. Y'all been y'all been doing this all season. I'm tired of it. I don't know. I think he could have he would have hit him with like a one two plus Rudy like seven two. He ain't gonna have that. That athleticism to really move around like that. I don't know. I might go cop. All right. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> All right, man. So we didn't get a chance to talk about Odell and Lamar. We'll get into that next next week. Maybe Lamar will be signed by then. Maybe the Ravens will come to their senses and get that man. He's 230 million guaranteed, or at least 200 million guaranteed. Or maybe Odell gonna be all-time QB in Baltimore. We'll find out. <laughs> find out on this next episode of Dragon Ball Z, man. That's our there show. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Please remember, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice, wherever you find the good podcast. Please continue to check us out there. Share, share, share. We appreciate everyone who has been rocking with us um, with the content that I've been posting on the socials. The socials, he's going to the night. It's hilarious. Um, the socials, at Brains and Bars, IG, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us there. I've been posting content to the show. Appreciate everyone. The numbers, the metrics on that have been looking nice. Um, you know, for everyone who, and also for everyone who rocks with us, we appreciate you. YouTube, um, you can go to YouTube by searching at Brains and Bars there. Please like, share, hit the notification bell, hit us up in the comments. We appreciate everybody. Till next time, it's been a black and white.
a little bit of a slow mo reaction and thing. Don't don't jump out this shit. I got I got to holler at you by something. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, yeah, buddy. We'll holler at y'all next week, man. Y'all be easy. Peace.